Hey there, film fans. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave. And I'm John. And welcome back to The Love of Cinema, a pod in which we'll challenge one another to discuss movies, both new and old, with a strictly positive critical eye. That's right. And to avoid lazy negativity, we're making this a drinking game. Mm-hmm. So anytime you hear us say anything negative at all, at all, anything negative, we're going to play this sound. Mm. That's a penalty. It. And that means that you have to drink. And we hope that you all drink along with us. So, pour yourselves a glass. We're going to talk about a movie that makes you appreciate your boss. Your puss? What'd you say? <laughs> your your boss. boss. Oh, okay. Cheers. Jesus. As, My as accent's not that quit. thick. <laughs> as Dave just left his job. How much you've had to drink. <laughs> um, friends, that was our uh, customary pre-show shot of whiskey to get us going here today, to get us drinking. Yeah, We're was... drinking podcasts. We love drinking beer and talking about movies. We saw Renfield today. I think, John, did you see this today or had you seen this previously? saw this two nights ago oh so you had time to let it sit really simmer really and sink, saturate sink yeah. dave and i just saw this with our buddy <laughs> mark from the mark and matt movie show you might have heard of it um i was on their show last week to talk about super mario brothers which won the box office again by a, a lot, lot. Yep. <laughs> by a crazy lot. a lot right like the biggest <laughs> opening of an animated feature of all time i think yeah i think it beat out finding dory and it beat out I think so. Uh, well, last was week was one. like a hundred. Uh, I'm looking at the article now. Last week was like a hundred and was it two hundred no, like, the first weekend? No, it yeah, did the five dude. day week thing. It did the five day opening thing. I think it doesn't matter. It it's made it's made six hundred and eighty million dollars worldwide so far. Yeah. Three hundred forty seven million dollars in North America, and it got the thing that we've been talking about. It got to stay in the big format two weeks in a row. This year mm. it was like Dungeons and Dragons and Shazam and all these movies were back to back to back. John Wick, so that this is the first time that Renfield, which you would think, you know, maybe they would give it some Dolby love at least. Nope, Super Mario Brothers again. And guess what? The theaters made the right choice because <laughs> Renfield <laughs> came in at third at the box office with seven and a half million dollars, which is My officially on the trigger, a tread lightly. <laughs> flop. The movie flop. What was number two? The Pope's Exorcist, which is a movie that looks. Fucking stupid. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just, with, no, uh, I knew Dave was. It's Russell yeah. Crowe doing another I accent. Was, I think that's what kept everyone away. I knew Dave was going to buzz me. It, it didn't look. Because no one's forgiven him for the, the Thor Love and Thunder accent it, yet. It, oh, yeah. man. I forgot about that. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about Redfield today. And this movie's up our alley. It's, it's a middling movie. You know, it's got like a 50 something Metacritic. It's got like a five something IMDb. And it's got a 50 something Rotten Tomatoes. But the audience score is 80. Guys, we're trying to prop this movie up. And I, have a, I imagine it's going to be streaming. Somebody out there, maybe it's you, listener, is going to want to hear people talk about Nicolas Cage as fucking Dracula in a movie where Dracula is not the lead. A role he's always wanted to play. A role he's always wanted to play. He's always wanted to be Nicholas Holt's boss in Nicholas Holt's star vehicle where Dude, he plays Dracula. It's, so. it's just good that like Nicholas Cage is finally leaning into the vampire rumors because they've been going around for a long time. <laughs> I don't right. think I yeah, knew a, people. I mean, the, no, there's a photo taken from like, I want to say the 1800s or something, and it looks exactly mm-hmm. like Nicholas Cage standing there. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, he's a fucking vampire. They like, showed him and Nicholas Holt a picture in one of the interviews for their during their press run, and um, Nicholas Holt like was like his eyes widened very wide when he was like, "Oh, like it looks exactly like him." I think he looks exactly hilarious. like Nicholas Cage. Yeah. All right, we're talking about Renfield on the Love of Cinema podcast. If you're new, we're going to try to keep it spoiler-free for a couple minutes, maybe 10 minutes or so, so we can tell you what we think, what we felt, our initial takeaways, nothing stuffy, just shooting from the hip, shooting from the hip. 
Yeah. Also, I'm going to apologize in advance in case any sniffs through slipped through the mix because a story did that thing uh, over here in New York where it's like, is it spring? Is it spring? Is it spring? Splooge all over the neighborhood. So Splooge, I Dave. am, I am like, <laughs> I just said we're shooting from the hip, and you went splooge. <laughs> Come on. And so Kids yeah, I am, I am uh, <laughs> fucking hell. I'm not. <laughs> Literally just that was for me. plant seed all over the fucking cars and sidewalk yeah, and, and in the air. So I am I am a I'm a wreck. <laughs> I'm Stop with the innuendo. It's natural. Yeah. <laughs> people people side eye me on the train on the way back from the movie. It's like that motherfucker got COVID. Well, what? It's, no, no, I got fucking allergies. Back back off. That motherfucker's gonna pull his movie. pants up. I saw that when I saw this movie with. <laughs> <laughs> While Dave and I were waiting for Mark outside, a woman came up and asked to take a picture of Dave's shirt, and he's still wearing it, the yes. I'm Rendering shirt, which has made many appearances on the podcast. Guys, we're going to talk about Renfield in a second. New to the podcast, thanks so much. At the end of the episode, we're going to tell you what we've been watching and our recommendations of the week, what you've been watching. That's our segment. We're going to go through some gripes here, so if you're in a rush, go ahead and scoot along a couple minutes, but we got to catch up and get our drink going. John, you want to shout our sponsors out really quick so we can get on with the pod? Sure. We have a beer sponsor. His name is Carlos Barroso. You can find that gentleman's handle in the show notes at cbarroso.beer, C-B-A-R-R-O-Z-O.beer in the music on this episode. And every single episode, as usual, is provided by the artist Dasein. That's Dasein, D-A-S-E-I-N. You can find the music available for free on all the usual music platforms. So go uh, download, stream, enjoy yourself. Uh, yeah, man, let's fucking, let's fucking go. Um, really quick, really quick. What do you guys think? They're they're gonna remake Harry Potter on an HBO. We I've said this for fucking decade that they were <laughs> gonna do this. It, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think? You think it's gonna a good idea, or you think you're, you're bummed that it's just more IP? Let me say this first, because was we I think we talked about this on the show. Don't you guys remember like an article that came out last year where they said officially we're not making any more Harry Potter IP. Like they wanted to hit pause on it because of all the stuff with JK and, and, and they Dumbledore. just hadn't made the, the, as much money the, from um, the third beasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beasts. So they were I thought that they officially announced pause, but this is like this is not long enough for it to have been a pause because I think they're already in production or development of this. They're in development. So I was just yeah. a little surprised when I heard about this project. There's no casting, no nothing yet. Um it just came out of basically nowhere and divided the world in two, I wanna say. Yeah. Um, because like some people were like yeah, faithful adaptations of the books because like they did skip a bit here and there. Um, I'm on the fence on this one. I, I, you know, it's it's how I felt when like I heard Super Mario Brothers was coming out. I'm like, they already made it perfectly in the '90s. Why would you do this again right now? So, you know, so that's that's how I feel. Like, yeah, I think Lord of the Rings, the series, had an enormous impact on it. Yeah. They saw what Amazon was able to do. So. I guess what, one thing that'll be interesting to watch just from a business perspective, are they going to do what Amazon did and throw everything it takes at it? You know, money, marketing, mm. you have production, to, right? you length have to. of time. Well, Unless, yeah, I, I think if they half-ass it this much, it, it might it might fail. I mean, that's oh, yeah. one reason why those movies were so spectacularly successful. It's because <laughs> it, it really brought that world to life. And I don't know. I think with the yeah, beasts, you can you can you lose know, you can lose people in a season of television. It's happened. We've watched it happen. You can't. Yeah. And of course, none of, none of us know what it's about yet. So, um, right? Have they, they, they no, they, they said it's going to be no, a more faithful one, adaptation of one the books. season per book. 
is what they're well, doing. They actually, but it says 10 years, so they might break the last up, the last couple up again. All I'm saying is you can't introduce Cedric in book four. You can't say the most popular kid of the school is somebody we have never heard of and has never interacted with Harry, who I thought was the most popular yeah. kid in school. You can't do that. So sorry, you're going to have to cast the coolest kid in four years now. Sorry, that's on you. <laughs> you did that. Um, also, I thought they were going to start doing 3D television and start, you know, getting those sales going. You know, I thought that a, a, sh oh, a no, show that came, that came and went. Well, I, I don't know. This is big IP. So anyway, we, we'll talk more TV at the end of this segment. I just wanted to bring that up because it's big news. There's another Game Fucking of Thrones weird, prequel, dude. Emmy dump season. And it's, Max, it's all crazy. Right? It'll just be on Max. It's no just Max. HBO. Yeah, just Max. Uh, it's, they're trying it's to get rid of Max HBO. And Discovery is now at the reins of it's that. Fucking dumb. So yeah, at least Prime, right. at least Prime knows it's Amazon Prime, even though it's Prime Video. They still, you know, they still have that cock logo. I mean, that arrow. You know, um, <laughs> God, that arrow looks more and more like a penis every time. The more and more. <laughs> I, I knew you, you I, I buzzed him because I knew Jeff. he was going to follow up. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah. Um, Your raw shocks must be amazing. You guys have any? You guys have any? You guys have any? That's you guys a any gripes this That's week? a dick. No, it's a butterfly, Jeff. It's a dick. Beautiful. Black. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> guys. <laughs> 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 Hot tub time Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, you guys got any gripes? Uh, I don't. No. I don't, I don't, you know, I mean, it's like some of mine are gross. Uh, I don't know. Are you doing it or not? <laughs> yeah, you're looking at a list. He's like, folks, folks, he's looking at his he's looking at his cards here for his, Yeah, he's uh, he's got like a an old man list of gripes sitting in front of him. All right, we're talking about Redfield, so I'll do I'll do Ugh, my parents are gonna be so upset. Um on behalf of Jeff's parents. <laughs> okay, go ahead. You you guys are gonna hate me. I'm excited. Go. Go ahead. Why is it that when you poop, you pee also, but not all the pee comes out? You have to pee again in like ten minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't happen. There's something wrong with you. No, it's like you go, and then like all of a sudden you get up and you're like, I swear that's not everything, and then you have to go back, and then there's Men more that comes out. To pee sitting down, Jeff. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that's really true. Do you think that's true? Is it just a man thing? You know what you I remember seen? when I was a kid taking a shit while running. <laughs> I remember we were when I was a kid. We had iguanas for a little while, and I was always so jealous and interested because the iguanas would shit and poop at the same time every time, no matter what. And I You're just never of that? did that naturally. <laughs> I just never did that. You poop, you poop sitting down. You pee standing up. Wait, did you say you shit and poop at older, the same time? No, I don't. I don't usually do that. That's shit something and poop I don't at the same time. Do. Yeah, it's usually one or the other, standing up or sitting down. <laughs> shit or poop. Yeah. So uh, I can't really, I, I think I know what you're saying, but I think it's because physiologically we were meant to be standing when we're peeing, dude. I think it just, it just does favors for the prostate if you're standing up. Thanks, man. Your brother went to med school, right? Yo, guys, let's get into our episode. I basically know because I don't know through, if I can you know, after that. <laughs> so Dave, we're talking what do you about... Think? <laughs> Uh, I don't, don't know. Just I stand there with a dazed look. I've been, I've been in, I've been in theater for like you know what thirty something years. Both of these are two way streets right now. So, every day. Do you, do you um, need to call right. the doctor or? All right, guys, let's get into our Renfield episode. That's right. We've already given it a little. You know to what this is. <laughs> you started this. Out there. I'm yeah, drinking. <laughs> you opened the door. Does Nicholas Holt look like he looks? I can't tell if he looks like he's wearing lipstick. There's something about the effects of his face in his IMDb picture that it's it's actually very vampiric, I would say. Um, if you're looking at your IMDb there. Let me get there and see what you're talking about. Cause... So this movie. Oh my. 
Those are uh, right? red lips, aren't they? He's definitely more attractive than real life. It's, it's something. All right. Anyway, <laughs> guys, this movie is um, directed by Chris McKay, who we is a name we said recently on here because he gave a story yeah. credit to Dungeons and Dragons, Emmy Award winner for contributing to Robot Chicken. This is written by Ryan Ridley, based on the idea by Robert Kirkman, which is so hilarious. Can you imagine just offering the idea to this movie so well that you get this credit? Can you imagine just being like, how about this? I'll just tell you what should happen, and this is what comes out, and you just get that credit. Oh, they, it's just like, were, I love probably, the story credits with these kinds of things. They were probably drunk somewhere. I hope and they were drunk. Like, he like told him about, oh yeah, they made a passing joke, so he get a story, story credit because someone built on that joke, and you don't want to rip their idea off. That's a good thing. I mean, I hope the novelist of The Walking Dead was just like, guys, let's just get together, drink a lot, and let's start pitching some Dracula ideas for fucking Nicolas Cage. Let's go. This movie <coughs> stars. Sorry, I'm not listening to you guys at all. I'm watching that little that little <laughs> video that you referenced earlier of Nick Cage, everybody you looking at that picture of him. Oh, you see it? <laughs> a, oh, my God, dude. There, there. If anybody wants to go to Nicholas Holtz, it's definitely on his Nicholas Holtz IMDb page. There are interviews with the stars of Renfield, and the interviewer is just showing them a picture of somebody from like the 18 or early 1900s that looks just like Nicholas Cage, and they're they're you know just claiming that he's a Dracula time traveler for real. Everybody's uh, reactions are pretty funny. That yeah. picture is terrifyingly accurate. Yes, it's it is. So accurate. Do some favor and look that up. Jesus Christ, dude! If this is the one anyway. where he's wearing like a red coat. It's black and white, so who fucking knows if no, it's red? No, 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 no. I mean, Nicholas Holt is wearing red in the video. <laughs> yes, he is. Exactly. Oh, dude. my yeah. God. It's together. Black. Yes, it's black and white. It's from the 1800s. <laughs> I can't believe they even captured red. the photo. <laughs> Guys. Jeff, you remember that picture at the diner of that guy on the roller coaster that looks just like me? With his oh, yeah, long yeah. hair? Yeah. Fucking weird. Picture yeah. doppelgangers. What are we talking about? <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a thing in the Salem Witch Museum as well. It looks exactly like you. What? I've got that look. Winters. Yeah, yeah. we tend to we yeah. do well over time in black and white photography. They 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 uh they made the starts look yeah. like yeah. Yeah. No, I remember, I, remember like I sent you guys a photo when I was when I was in Salem and I'm like, what the fuck is John doing up here? And it what was the fuck yeah. is John doing yeah, here? God, I would love <laughs> to have been a part of the Salem witch trials. Oh, She's but... a witch. <laughs> yeah. She's... Yeah, you would have been she has fine. opinions. You would have done She's okay. She's thinking for herself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm a feminist. What are we talking about? I don't know, but just in case. <laughs> um, although my favorite is people who assume they would go back in time and they would be the good ones. It's like, nah. No, you wouldn't. You. Yeah, 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 exactly, dude. You would not. Fuck those fucking assholes. Okay, fucking fuck's sake, can we talk about the movie? <laughs> so this movie also, but mm. apart from the Knicks, it also stars Aquafina as Rebecca, the, the cop. It stars Ben Schwartz as... <laughs> Tedward uh, Lobo. So fun. That's right, John Ralphio. It stars Shore Agdashlu. You did it. <laughs> Bella yeah, Francesca did. Lobo. <laughs> ben Schwartz's mom. Brandon Scott Jones is Mark. Adrian Martinez as Chris. Camille Chen. Uh, anybody else recognize? Jenna Cannell. I feel like I do recognize her as Carol. Uh, but you get the gist. And I will say, I feel like everybody, they, I feel like they opened this movie just assuming you know that it's Nicolas Cage playing Dracula in a comedy. I feel like they know that going in, so we can lean into it as much as possible. I'm gonna go ahead and give you the IMDb description of what is the essential plot, I guess, and then I'm gonna kick it off to you two for your initial takeaways. What'd you think, what'd you feel, spoiler free? Here we go, Renfield, Dracula's henchman. 
and inmate at the lunatic asylum for decades. What the fuck? <laughs> longs <laughs> for a life. Longs for phase. a life away from the count. His various demands and all of the bloodshed that comes with them. What do you guys think? What do you feel? Who wants to go first? I'll take Dave, it. Dave, you were feeling pretty pretty fresh, probably. Yeah, you want to. Well, hit yeah, me with we your... we came out with it. Uh, came out of it uh, very recently. Um, I did find they they build this as a comedy, but it and it sort of sits in there. But there's like so much more to it. Like he is he's not Cage isn't exactly playing for comedy here because when he is an asshole, he's an asshole. He's sarcastic, but he's also like this. You can see the evil in there, and I kind of like the way he played it. Um, Cage. Yeah. Um, I, I will tell you my hats off to the start and practical team working together. I really enjoyed their work. Um, all in all, I had fun with this. I had a lot of fun. And I really dug that. Like, have you noticed there's a lot of films coming out lately with like positive themes? Um, where yeah. it's like in this case, it was like he was trying to get out of a toxic relationship as such. And like there's there's all these positive theme and movies coming out now that everyone's kind of on the other Good side of their me. pandemic trauma. Is this rated? This is rated R, right? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> we haven't talked in. Uh, How many people's limbs yeah, have right? to get severed? It was, but it wasn't, Peter and then they got to one scene, and it's all right. Fuck it, we're an R. <laughs> it's rated R for bloody violence. I was in a class the other day with some some people who are in the distribution world, distribution and exhibition world, and they were all talking about how we're going to see a resurgence of the R-rated comedy, and this is a good example. Yeah. Um, People are kind of ready to. I know what you mean. I, I appreciate you saying that. Like it's a positive theme, but it's also on the in the vehicle of an R-rated comedy. Yeah, that we're we're starting to see things that adults might want to go to the theater and, and watch together coming out. You know, yeah. Um, this is just a, such a good example of that. But I feel like the trailer I, the trailer's kind of misidentified it as just a comedy, and it's not. There's a little more in there. I think that's I the best. Like this that's was, the appeal. I feel like that's the market. You know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to make us laugh to get us in there. But I know what you mean. I, I don't know if I would say there's like a lot of depth to this. I feel like the, the theme that is introduced in the voiceover at the beginning is exactly what you get. So yeah. it's a what you see is what you get mm -hmm. kind of thing. I just um, I felt like Cage was going to play this for comedy, and he just doesn't. What you don't think so? He no, not I, not, I think he did what he usually does, and yeah. he gave it. He went full Cage. Yeah, and they used it. To their advantage. Sometimes yeah. they try to do what you're saying and they made it seem more like he's serving a role to Nicholas Colt to create an antagonistic, you know, obstacle mm. of the dependent relationship, you know, foil. And they, they definitely did that sometimes. I really enjoyed the scene where he was like half formed, like that first time you really see <laughs> yeah. him and he looks really gross. He was just straight up an asshole at that point. But he definitely had some fun. Woo! You know, when he like said his name and then he like, Woo wooed in the yeah. middle of the insatiable. Yeah, the yeah that was yeah, that was funny. Like, you know, that was funny. There were moments where he they let him just have some fun too. Um, but it, well, I know what you mean. It wasn't just he screamed, but it wasn't just screaming Nick Cage the entire time. Yeah. Um, I will. I am ultimately going to totally agree and applaud. Go have fun, watch this movie because I, I, you're going to have fun watching this movie. Um, there are certain moments, like filmmaking wise, that I feel like are kind of hodgepodgey. Three editors on the film. Wasn't super shocked to see that after the fact. <laughs> um, there are certain things that I think are 
are let's fix this and make this tighter and let's do it with montage and voiceover that maybe weren't i don't I have no idea but maybe weren't on the page or maybe weren't in the original cut none of that stuff gets in the way from enjoying the film like i feel like it was a uh, whatever they set out to do to make you yeah. laugh to right. create a those, vehicle for for the Knicks. might like, have been sneaky, sneaky fixes but then it's not enough to detract yeah no i don't think so i mean if if what you're looking for is Nick Cage and Nick Holt within this kind of storyline. A lot of really over-the-top and fun gore, a lot of practical effects. Everything that's in that trailer, you're going to get it. So if you feel like seeing this kind of movie, I don't think you're going to go see this movie and be like, all the funny parts were in the trailer, all the good parts are in the trailer. The whole movie kind of feels like that. Yeah. So I think you're I think you're probably going to have fun. If, if, you, if you were enticed by the trailer, I think you will have a good time watching it. How about you, Jeff? Yeah. I honestly, I completely agree. I, I feel like if we if we put our heads together, we could start like, you know, eating this eating the movie's shit and be like, this is what happened there. You know, why did a couple scenes turn into like an episode of Guiding Light? So I reach over to Marco. I was like, oh, did we just turn into a soap opera? But like I, having said no. that, the kills are what you wanted. It's fun. That's for talking during the movie. <laughs> Not much. Not it's my, much. It's my button push. It's my button. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fun. And 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 the best, I mean, I, I do like Nicholas Holt. He has like a lot to work with. You He's know, doing they kind great. Of like, yeah. The the biggest yeah. wow. the biggest knock that I keep seeing in this movie is is the chemistry between Nicholas Holt and Aquafina. So we can get to that soon. I think it was just the, one of those acting things where they just weren't looking at each other a lot. <laughs> they were doing the thing where they were like taking on so much that they were like, look, they never like connected. Uh, Half their it, scenes, they're it, not looking at each other. Is it Aquafina but, or Aquafina? I mean, I don't know. What kind of accents do you, do you want me to have? Jeff's well, from Jersey. So he it's, says it's, Ak when, he's, when it's supposed to be Ak. Ak, because it has two Ws. You got to say Aquafina. She's from Queens. We're from like 10 miles from where I grew up. Hey, Dave. Hey, leave me alone. Forget about it. Hey. I just, like, I, and I think you're right. I, I've never been a fan of her in particular in movies because she has, like, it always just felt like her saying lines. Um, but mainly because of a unique delivery style. Did you feel style. that way in Shang-Chi? I thought you liked her in Shang-Chi. I did, but there's there's definitely bits there where she... And they had really good chemistry. And they, her and yeah, that they had dude. great chemistry, yeah. but they also yeah, had, like, you. she had... And she had an arc, which was great. But every, every time she spoke, it was the same delivery that she has for almost anything, like her comedy, any of any of that stuff. Not a, I felt like this one gave us a little more acting yeah. out of her, though. So there's a, that's a plus. What's that She's one? really good in The Farewell. The Farewell, that's, that's, yeah. She was, she was pushed... To a performance in that, but I know I know what you mean, and I'm not going to disagree with it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little, those... I'm, I'm not sure what to say because I feel like she's she's such a comedic presence. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you, you, I have to wonder if sometimes a director pushed her into the direction of you're the funny, or you're mm. you're the commentary on this this absurdity. Oh, she was definitely and... that in Shang Chi. Yeah. There's a lot of coverage yeah. in this movie too. I noticed it between Nick Cage and Nicole. I noticed it between Aquafina and Nicole, where they weren't necessarily sharing a frame all the time. A lot of them were singles. Mm. And I, I just wonder like who was on the other side of the camera? Were they yeah. there that day? Or was it standard, you know, was it like, just standard? I, like I feel like Cage is one of those people that probably wasn't there, you know, especially with the hours that he spent in makeup. I feel like he was I don't know, every, everything I've heard, um, 
he's generous from, of course from he, he turns up and he'll like stand behind the camera or beside the camera and make suggestions and shit I, on all, I hope, but that's all, all the indies that, that he works on i want to believe that's true but that is kind of a, a specific example of what i was talking about with the, lots of editors like it just made me wonder like were there masters of these? Were there two shots of these? And they were like, ah, it's just not working. And they just fixed it with their close-ups. And I, I don't know. Sometimes I did feel like I was seeing manipulated scenes and performances. Yeah. Again, I can't say this loud enough. Who fucking cares? Yeah, yeah, this movie's yeah. It didn't That's, really yeah, matter. That's not the point of the movie. It worked. No, but yeah, when you're so, watching when you're watching at home, there's I think there just there might be some moments in the movie that drag a little bit. But the the stuff that works really works, I think. I love the idea. Yeah. I love that. I love the Dexter setup. You know, not to spoil too much about that, but because that wasn't in the trailer. But of like how Nick Holt, who's the assistant to Dracula, the um, the f- shit with the, the fuck familiar. is he? The familiar. The familiar. I, so it's like, how does he just you know? Because he doesn't want to just kill innocent people. That's a conundrum that he's in. So how does he? How does he square that circle? I, I like that premise. I could use more of it, obviously. But you know, conflict erupted. I love that it's a tight ninety three. This could have been longer. Mm. There could have been yeah. more story. There could have been more backstory. There could have been more family. There could have been more love story. There could have been more. I'm glad that there wasn't. I'm glad that it was tight. And the action sequences are right in the sweet spot. I think the tone of those. Anytime there was a kill or some kind of gun, <laughs> anytime the mob was there with with anytime they ate a bug, I feel like the tone was right on there. And it's yeah. hard to put all the rest of the pieces together. You know, sometimes you have the puzzle and you have that all is... of the obvious pieces, and then it's like the fucking blue pieces. It's like I don't know where these ones go. Fuck, absolutely you know I mean? twist on the bug eating. That's for sure. Yeah. Again, cool. So I. I like the movie and have fun. If you're watching it at home, not in the theaters, you might not have as good of a time as we had in the theater. Mm. But it was fun. You'll still laugh and you go through those sequences. Those sequences are fucking fun. This is definitely one, like some of the, some of the kills are ones that you will enjoy with a group of friends because you can like all go, oh, at the same yeah. time. Yeah, and you just need someone that. like Aquafina to say, can I just see you uh, sever a man's arms with a decorative serving platter? You're just like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you just need a comedian to give those zigger that was, lines. That was funny. <laughs> Let's go into spoilers and All right, right let's kills. bring it. <laughs> we are in spoilers. So go, Bond go and dies. see this movie and come back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sometimes they do come back too. Let's, it's, it's great. let's keep going with performances for a second because I love the ben guy Schwartz. who ran. Oh, sorry, Ben Schwartz is fun. He's always fun. He's always. I fun. mean, he is always fun. But there were there were a few moments where, like, I think he worked for me, like throughout. Like it, yeah. it was totally fine. But there were a few moments where. You know, he's still a comedic character, but he has to actually sincerely be in a reality that they're creating. And and I bought it. And I just remember thinking, like, this is like one of the first times that I've really seen him. Because what's that other movie where he plays like a drug dealer? Wait, Ben Schwartz was the son, right? Yeah. 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 What's that other movie where he plays like a legitimate drug dealer? He's like somebody he's a supporting character. Damn it. What's the name of that movie? I'll find it. Anyway, um, and I was just rooting for him. Like when there were a few times where he was supposed to be sincerely in the reality here, even if a joke was 30 seconds away from him and I bought it and I was just, it was just nice to see him get to flex a little bit and be inside a story that yeah. totally yielded some great moments. Like uh, I think one of the hardest times I laughed out loud was when Nick Cage put his hand on his shoulder and they both were like, (laughs) 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 he wasn't sure if he was going to just fucking tear him to pieces or not. The whole whole tension and the comedy and that negotiation 
I want to. I, I would imagine if we were directing that scene, you're like, where can we find the opportunities for you to be scared of him and for you to be trying to actually well, negotiate business with him? That's that's I the thing. They did like, a really good job with it. He, he played Dracula so unpredictable that, like in that scene and in particular in the apartment scene, you didn't know which way he was going to go. Like, was he going to get violent or was he going to like just yeah. sass you some and, more? And let's yeah. let's give credit. I think that was also on the page. Yeah, but Nick Cage was a perfect casting for it. Like, yep. it, yeah, I thought he did. Something, like, who knew that that would work? You, but it did work. John, are you yeah. thinking of the movie Music? Sia's movie that we had, we all saw together, where he has the cornrows. Yeah, yes, dude. <laughs> nobody yes. else is gonna get that reference because nobody else nobody saw that else, movie. Thank but you us. so much. <laughs> nobody else is gonna get that. But I remember thinking, like, yeah, oh, he's I'm acting. I'm not even buzzing you like, saying really that because that movie was terrible. Okay, <laughs> go ahead and buzz yourself. Um, but no, I completely agree about because because I get back to Aquafina. You know, the, you, you blow, you have, you shoot up the whole restaurant and stuff. And I, I this this might sound lame to people, but the Mr. And Mrs. Smith, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie do this so well. Of like, how do you get back to the quote unquote reality? As if you didn't just blow everything up. How do you have a conversation? Obviously aware that that just happened, but you can't turn it into Scarface. Otherwise, you know, there goes all the 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 tone. And I, I with that scene, it was like. They threw it all away. You know what I mean? Like the tension was gone and it was too easy. But with Ben yeah. Schwartz, I feel like he has that sweet spot. And Nick Holt was playing with it a little bit. Ben Schwartz, ben Schwartz has this sweet spot where he's able to play all of those levels just so seamlessly in and out, which I guess is acting. I don't know if well, he could have been uh, the lead of a two-hour movie where he had to do that, but as a supporting character like that. I mean, he it. was fairly constant throughout. Like he was playing the bumbling yeah. fool. He was the foil. He was all of the things where you're like, this guy's the a fucking dickhead. Line. This guy's a fucking loser. The and then he, on a so dime, good. he pivots and becomes a threatening villain. Yeah. I just need 10 minutes. I'll take all night. I'll take the whole night. It's just it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I'll take all night. Yeah. I mean... God, he, he is funny as fuck. He also has my favorite kill, for sure. I don't know who had the idea to go to an x-ray. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I only saw the oh, stuff coming God, out of his yeah. broken, at, broken butthole. Like, his, all the bones. Then, yeah, it comes yeah, out the mouth and the ass. I mean, but what, was, what was his line? Shattering. What was his line just before that? Because it led into that. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I remember. remember. Whatever it was, set up, set up that perfectly, that kill. Jeff, you are tapping into something, though, that I, I do want to point out, which maybe is my only I'm ready to forgive kind of everything else. But this is such yeah. an obvious choice that, that was going to impact the rest of the movie that I do just want to call it out just because I think I'm curious why they chose to go this way. When Nick Holt does say he confesses who he is and the whole reality of him and Nick Cage and Dracula to Aquafina, she just accepts it. And I thought I was like, you have Aquafina sitting here. She's like a she's brilliant with cynicism and sarcasm. Like that's kind of one of her brands. And I thought I was like, you're missing an opportunity for her to be like, what? And for for mm. the scene to kind of develop into this whole, how is she possibly ever going to believe this and let them really play the comedy out? Nick Holt's funny See, as fuck I, too. I thought folks. she was. I, think I thought she was. You know, he's a that. funny person. Because she, she told him she just she literally her response. She told him he was crazy. Her response and then... to that line was. Um, her response to the line was she asked a question about Dracula. Like like she just was ready to learn more. I thought she was more. like, oh, I thought she was deflecting. I thought she didn't believe him or something. Yeah, but, but her, like, first oh, response, totally... her first response kind of led to me that she was she was not buying into this until that fight happened. I didn't get that at all. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Well, like, regardless, I never, I saw, I never saw the turn. The, that one line was like, blink and you'll miss it. It was so fast. So that might be, that could still be a fault there. Like, but... 
Yeah, let's take it back. Let's take it back to the previous one in the fight scene where she first meets him at Musilate or Mutil the, the restaurant. Yeah, you, you, and her, her line that's in the trailer: "Did you just cut those that guy's arms off with a serving tray?" I think this. I think they may have. They may have missed an opportunity for her to have been a little bit more suspect of Nick Holt and then for him to have earned that trust a little bit more it may she have let been him rich. leave <laughs> that was that's <laughs> she let him leave. why did he leave yeah. that restaurant she's a cop you gotta stay whoa 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 I need you to stay for a couple minutes people yeah I guess I could have appreciated if you're gonna establish their relationship that way then why do we even need the confession or for them to have gone further with her being like just I don't know just to lean into the fact that like the absurdity doesn't matter to her like nothing about that there are no consequences like that in this world um, anyway, does it again? Mm. No, doesn't really matter. Who cares? Jeff, you mentioned it earlier. The group leader. Oh, it was so A funny. Plus. And what's so funny too is <laughs> that, that half of his lines were in the trailer, and they were even funnier in the movie, even though I'd already yeah. seen all of them before. Yeah. But he goes, "What? Yes, that's so yes, weird. That's Why so did you weird. phrase Why it like that? It's like so that? good." Yeah. And then, and then, of course, at the end when they're all back, and it's just—I mean, come on—it's so ridiculous that they're all back. But just that the way he did it, it was just right on the sweet spot. Okay, he you, did that audition. Well, there was, that was one it. thing missing from that it. scene, and I'll what? call him out for it. But. Carol should have been able to finish her story. Yeah, that's true. I I, I was <laughs> I thinking thought they were going to give us the end of credits. Like yeah, we did. We, yeah, we say the whole time. Come on, yeah. Carol. I mean that line. I, did, I and also you know what they fucked up. I couldn't see her name tag when she said like, oh, because we all hate Carol. Don't worry, I do too. But I I didn't see the Carol name tag. So honestly, I was kind of like, I think that's Carol. But I wish. I wish that that was in the frame, but that's petty. I in guess. your head, just a little bit about it. Yeah, no, yeah. Anyway, it. but yeah, I wish. I wish you, you're right, Dave. You're 100 percent right. Yeah, Carol. I don't know if the I, I hate I her too. The, that, that's such a funny line. It's also oh, by the way, such a sad to my, line. To my Ted Lasso fans, one of my favorite jokes of this whole season is a codependent joke. It's Beard, and he says, "I forget who he's dating. Let's say he's dating Martha. I forget who he's dating." And he goes, "Oh, um, I'm going to a codependence anonymous meeting tonight." And they go, "What?" And he goes, "Martha's making me go." <laughs> that was in Ted Lasso this year and then we're at this movie about codependence and stuff I was like oh this is like when the new frontier shoved, of shit yeah yeah well then she, she and then, then they go to the restaurant later and we see them at the like after party or whatever she's like you're being really clingy and she pushes them away <laughs> and they're like making out and, yeah 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 uh, yeah yeah I totally agree Dude, I, 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 I do like I want to throw out the fight yeah. scenes in this because yeah like it was I, I mentioned it briefly before like the fight like the stunt teams and the practical effects people working well together. But there were so many good arm rips and shit like that that happened in this movie that just <laughs> so sold funny. perfectly. Yeah. Even though like, like the blood is almost orange, it's like, fuck it, you know, what are you going to do? Um, I've, I've, I once did that arm rip in a live show. Like we we set that up and it, like this guy got his arm chainsawed off live in a show. It was a horror show. But uh, it is very fucking hard to sell, even on camera. And they nailed it every time. Yeah. I don't What's the know. name of that? Uh, the, the Knight and Monty Python? <laughs> the Black oh, Knight. The Black Knight. <laughs> the Black Knight. It's just a flesh wound. Oh, but a flesh wound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come okay. back here, you bastard. I mean, I'll bite your legs off. When they rip, when they rip the arm, this, I think it's, I don't know how many, they rip, they rip a lot of arms off in this movie, but the one at the end in that, um, in like the square of that yeah, hotel, apartment, apartment, apartment complex, square, yeah. and they take the limbs and he throws it. And you can tell that for whatever reason, the bone of the arm it's impales somebody to death 
and then they have to like yank it back out like it's so ridiculous who even thought of that and th- the fact that that could work and get pulled off is so stupid and so funny mm. my second favorite death is in the court that courtyard scene when they tear the guy's face off oh yeah oh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, straight up like terminator i, I, like, was, I was having so i was having so much fucking fun during that fight scene i feel like the people in front of me got nervous so it was like, yeah i was laughing i was like yes it was great yeah, anytime, it was hilarious anytime this I see is what th- i came for anytime i see a throat rip i think of mcgruber the movie yeah you got a good throat rip in there um i think but, of roadhouse okay yeah we yeah. did all that go roadhouse. through our feed people we talked about roadhouse um i love makes coming out soon <laughs> i love the i love the bodies the pile of bodies at the end you know yeah, when, oh when he God, jumps that, and he like, reaches out to epic. her they could have short changed that and they just didn't I kind of like her her little speech. I thought she did yeah. that, you know, perfectly fine. That little like, yeah. this is my worst then. Yeah. <laughs> Another trailer moment where you're just like, all, all right. right, this is my iPad worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they didn't yeah, show yeah. you what it was. All they showed you was the fight. But they could have scrimped on the level of bodies on the ground. And they just didn't scrimp at all. They went over the top completely. You, uh, you know what I loved? I love the choice that the mob family lives in the most fucking obvious public place in the city yeah like a <laughs> they don't even try to hide new orleans courthouse yeah. or something yeah it's as big as like the old new york postal office like right next to penn station like huge it, you go up like the rocky steps gold was, fucking pillars and yeah, yeah. they have the escalates yeah, parked right I, uh, on out front it's so obvious i don't know if fuck uh, you kyle oh, fuck you kyle yeah i don't know if chris mckay or whoever or somebody is like from new orleans but this is definitely like a New Orleans movie, right? Like they they definitely use that location and refer it to oh, yeah. a lot of places. Yeah, I wonder how New Orleans Even thinks they keep calling a, it a corrupt city. A corrupt city, yeah. 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 I uh, I do I did wonder another good example of like who really cares? Like it doesn't really matter. But they do a good job of like laying the groundwork that he has a small part of Dracula's power. Yeah, and I know he eats and a lot of away. bugs at the end, but a little yeah. bit of me was like, "How is he possibly kicking a fully powered Dracula's ass I, with I the punches at the end?" There's a little bit of me that was like, "I also thought I thought was... we were about to see that part in the fight scene where yeah. Nick Cage just smiles and starts tearing." I thought Bridgefield was, was going to get like dismembered at one point. I was like, "We've established that he can <laughs> yeah. get his guts spilled. So how far are they going to take his body apart in the final fight?" I thought they were really going to lean into that, but. Didn't really happen. I, I like the final thing. I thought we were going to need more Christianity, not to you know, you know, the exorcist. Circle of cocaine. Movie. <laughs> circle, that was fine, that was and apparently she said the incantations in you know fifteen seconds. Which I love is that she totally got them fine, off, but... like fucking Wiccan Tumblr. Wiccan yeah, Tumblr, sure, yeah. sure. The classic, yeah, yeah. Tumblr um, throwback. When was the last time you heard anybody talk about Tumblr? Uh, I, when I, Twitter I also... was being bought, a lot of people talked about Tumblr. Okay. Tumblr, Tumblr, Tumblr was like, hey, look, we've relaxed our standards. You could post porn here now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so that when was he that broke, happened. Wiccan spells and porn. When yeah. Nicholas Holt broke the first circle by sliding the shoe, he just broke the line of powder. That's what he yes. did. I guess yes. So yes. the second so the the fact that it was a priest, that had that had little to do with the incantation. It was way more about the fact that they just had the powder and he said the Latin words. So it didn't matter. And the he wasn't other dude an was definitely um What's his name, right? The Dracula Hunter. Um, I don't know. If it was, I don't movie. know if it was Van Helsing. Um, Van Helsing. It's got to go. Oh, come on, that was totally Van Helsing, right? He's got the crossbow and shit. That was Dude, definitely. Dude, while we're on it, let's talk about this. Let's the shit they recreated. 
like that was they, my favorite part of the whole when they movie. went back is, yeah they recreated the years of Dracula yeah I mean they got into it I, they showed Nicolas Cage's I, Dracula right away like in the trailer se- yeah. they they linger but they're like everybody's gonna see this trailer everybody knows for just a second there I'm like oh they're just showing the movie um and yeah. I was like yeah. oh and then Not the camera cut too. in yeah, yeah. and it and it was Nicolas Cage and I'm like fuck that was good. Yeah, like I, said, I think I said that out loud. Yeah, sped up time frame. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it looked it looked really good. I was kind of, again, I'm not saying I I genuinely wish they would have done it, but it was just it was so successful that I was kind of hoping they were going to cut back <laughs> to some other like things yeah. that happened throughout history, just because that filmmaking that joke worked so well for me. It was so compelling. I was so entertained by it. I wasn't just waiting for a joke, or I thought mm. that was like I believed it. You know, like yeah. And, I don't know. I thought that was. Um, this really is a hard one to sell, and they sold it brilliantly. Yeah, the the person was just billed as vampire hunter. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was Van Helsing. Oh, I mean, damn, they just yeah. couldn't use. They just couldn't afford the name. Van Hel- it was totally Van Helsing. <laughs> Van Helsing. Well, they had homage lines like the "I don't, I don't drink wine" is from the Coppola Dracula. Like they they had homages to all the previous Draculas in there. I don't know if I've seen them all. I've definitely seen. I've definitely seen Langella and Christopher Lee, and I've seen Coppola. I like the Langella. I think I like Langella. Mm. Which one is um? Shit, Gary Oldman. Uh, thing, Escape from New York. Um, John Carpenter. Which one is which one is his? Who plays him in that? Do you John, know what I'm talking about? John no, Carpenter's I, Dracula. No, I didn't know John Carpenter did it. Can you hear me typing? Yes, we yeah. can. Uh, yeah, clearly. go ahead. Type it out. Right yeah, now. you got to do it. John gotta, is secretly looking up. something up. Everyone of virtue is. <laughs> James Woods plays the, James the Woods. vampire hunter. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. That is that is not Dracula at all. That's vampires. Uh, and that is a fucking classic, that movie. James I, wa- I watched, vampires. I watched that. I really yeah. That I watched that when I had COVID. Like I like that movie so nice, much. Dude. Yeah, yeah. John Carpenter, dude, he fucking kills it. Yes. Uh, yeah, Coppola's is famous. Um, not, and I don't know if you guys got there in time, but did you see the trailer for another? Yeah, yes. Another Dracula, yeah. Dracula well, movie. That, yeah, that's the yeah, thing. That story's never been done. Um, because which is in, which is crazy because in in Dracula he like he books passage to get from Transylvania yeah. to London, and the ship turns up with everyone dead on board. And they never tell the and story. In a, and in Anne Rice's, um, I think it was interview. We're in spoilers. Uh, so Louis refers to sure, yeah. <laughs> Louis, the character Louis refers to booking passage from Paris yes. to, to New Orleans, and how they had to survive on a few guests and some rats, mm-hmm. and just how difficult that I think was. One of the books the actually, one of the books actually goes into it. Not the movie doesn't, but the book does. Those movies because Anne Rice likes yeah, to tell all the fucking idea. story. Good idea. I think in the trailer, it looks like they might be giving away a little bit too much of his form and stuff, but I like the idea of the who's killing all these people. There's mm. evil on the boat. And Jeff, what's that dude's name from Game of Thrones? What's that act? His name is Davos Seaworth. God, fucking great. Dude. I don't I know his actual, his, his actual name. I forget his actual name, but how funny is it that in Game of Thrones, he um, is a ship captain. He's an onion smuggler and, uh, oh, yeah. he, and he hates dark magic. And now here he is. Oh, He's leading yeah. a ship. Yep. And he says Sometimes there's dark magic casting, Edward. Don't overthink the casting. Yeah, I think he has the same just, accent, the same perfect. beard, and everything. He probably has a son who's going to die too. You know, chop his fingers off. Let's go. I want to call out what's her name too, uh, Shore, uh, who plays the Lobos crime boss, yeah. um, Matriarch. 
Ben Schwartz's mom. Yeah, I really liked her in in Twenty Four. That was probably where I. Uh, if you want to see her really nail it she's uh, a side character in the expanse she's a politician oh cool dude and she is a force to be fucking reckoned with in that series she's amazing powerful voice one of my favorite characters yeah she's one of those actors that i I feel like any like any words that escape her mouth are going to be just believable yeah she's just got like that kind of like deep grounded graveled raspy yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i thought it was a weird casting choice for this one but i liked it i liked that she was so without having to play it up over the top hmm. at all she clearly had status over the sun character ben oh yeah she, character. I mean, oh, she, yeah she brings that on day one that's that's not even acting that's just something. what was her kill how did she die in this one um well she was i'm trying to remember escaping was it the bats was it just the bats i don't think she died did she i don't think yeah i was was hoping you guys would clarify but i don't remember if she died yeah i don't think she did she was escaping she was running away yeah she's coming back she's gonna bring she's gonna collect the cement ice cubes from the sewer and uh bring old boy back to life did you guys enjoy the that sequence where they kind of (laughs) i really did fuck him up and (laughs) Did you want him to go further? Did you think it was too much? I, I thought it was a great idea, and I liked the return of the voiceover. Mm. Just to yeah, be like, yeah. in case you're wondering what we're doing, we don't actually know how to kill him. And I've, I've seen him yeah, come back from some pretty rough there's stuff. There's been so. so many stories, <laughs> so we just did them all. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was pretty good. That was, yeah, that yeah, was, I, that. I laughed out loud at that, to be honest, because like, I'm a huge fan of like vampire mythology and stuff. I've, I've read everything. I've, yeah, I, I love the, the Dracula story a lot. So like when they went into the like the full fucking extremes of killing him, it's like, yeah, we didn't know which one would actually work. So we did them all. And I'm like, I laughed out loud in the theater. Dave, did yeah. you watch We Keep Re- Sorry, but this IP is just too much fun. It, it, they all reference each other. So yeah. did you watch the series interview with Vampire? I didn't watch it at all. Uh, yes, it I did. Recently? Yes. Well, is it good? Because I love those books. It is. It's not fast paced. But oh my god, it's good. Okay. Yeah, um, like yeah. it's it's as fast paced as an Anne Rice book. So they faith it's a faithful adaptation. There you go. Um, nice and lengthy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you what the um, the Lestat, Lestat Lestat in that is charismatic as fuck. Good. Like that's a that's good. a I, I highly recommend. He is my the watch. I, Lestat is my favorite vampire in the history of all vampire things. Yeah. I feel like that character. Yeah, they, is they're just getting a season wonderful. two, so um, we'll see how that goes. Bella Francesca is seen being arrested in Renfield's ending. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Know, what? Yes. Who arrests her? Uh the the FBI. I is think it's the cops. Did she finally or the FBI? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it was the FBI. What did you think of that? What did you think of that? weird addition that was, that was almost a story. non-event the yeah. sister. I, I think it was unnecessary to have the fbi in there but is it just for the pen or is it just for the backstory like is it more backstory is it more uh, or pen? This, and she, mistakes at the very end so that she no, would have she, a reason to go in and she needed do it, a, she needed a resolve yeah. that matched his yeah i guess so like she had to sort her issues out as he sorted his issues out because i feel I like that was going to continue so she, need, know if we she needed, needed we needed something for her to overcome we didn't even need to know she had a sister you know it didn't it didn't have to be a cop it could have just been like we have your sister and it's like oh i don't know yeah mm. i thought that was a funny i thought that was an interesting know, I, choice to make the addition but given, then that fleshed out you, their relationship did you watch the end credits 
It was cool. Because there was yeah, a lot was of like stuff in the end credits that they uh, shot but didn't include, um, like including the a whole fucking dance number from the look of it. But um, basically, I think there might have been more that they cut out of this for time and to make it punchy. So I don't know. We'll right. see what happens. Like the true end credits or like the initial credits? Well, we watched it right watched to the those. end. We watched it right to the end. Yeah, we just stayed. Uh, when the, I left when the crawl began. Okay. So yeah, they I'd, showed more footage from the I'd, movie? Yeah, there was a little bit more footage underneath yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, and shit. it fin- yeah. and it finished with a hold on Nicolas Cage and the the original Dracula pan out, like the original Dracula yes. sorry, pull out that they do. And mm-hmm. I like I was I literally said oh my god out loud in the theater. It was so spot on. Yeah, like the it was the, it was the full Legosi like pull out. So let's answer the question that I think all the love of cinema listeners are waiting for: Is Nick Cage back? I mean, I he's had a couple of good movies. Nick Cage never left. He's had a few. He's had a few. He had Pig. They put him back on the map for people who took to take him seriously. He had Mandy. Massive talent. Weight of massive talent to make us be like, okay. And he's also kind of making fun of himself, and we're enjoying that. Kind of the way that Tom Cruise did with Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah. And now he has this, where he's legitimately cast in a role, and he's doing Nick Cage's thing. But it's a the movie isn't about making fun of Nick Cage. It's about... Renfield. He's also got Nick like Cage is just in it because we we touched on um, Willie's Wonderland as well. Uh, at one point we reviewed that, and sure, it's yeah, like those indie films that probably would not have seen the light of day if his name wasn't associated with it. And he like he does that to support like well, indie film so, as well. Like so yeah, I, I'm not saying I don't also to pay I the bills because yeah. But is he? Is he back in the industry's good graces? Do you think this was one of his his official? Nick Cage is up is back again. Like we've we've enjoyed him in yeah. things when he was not necessarily in that same place. But I feel like I feel like this may have just solidified it. I yeah, feel like if he if he doesn't no get some fucking phone calls these. after this, I'll be very surprised and disappointed in the industry. To be honest, and just so you know, they are making or I've heard they're making. I know it's at least been in development. National Treasure Three. So I think that yes. might be the fucking because I, I know they've money, been the series money, without money. him. Must but, be yeah, funny. we are due for a three. We need a three. The world needs a three. If Indy's not going to keep going, I told you going, I watched yeah. one and two in like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> did I tell you guys that? Yeah, you said it. You what you've been fun. watching? Yeah, yep. yeah, dude. So I think I think if that happens, like he's truly back. But I'm I'm excited. I feel like w- w- he's been gone for too long, and he hasn't actually been gone. Well, he's but not for some gone. reason, he wasn't getting cast in the big movies. Yeah, and I think he was this making has his own movies. Brought him back. Go on, Netflix. Massive talent and did really Prime. well. This is probably going to do well enough. Jeff, what were the numbers on this I mean, this massive, massive talent is now on me on TikTok. Uh, everyone enjoyed TikTok before it gets banned by the rest of the country. That's right. 7.7 7 yeah. million, which is, I mean, that's the marketing was definitely more <laughs> than that. I saw that trailer yeah. a lot. I feel like Montana banned TikTok and everyone, like TikTok was like, so? <laughs> Wait, did Montana actually ban yeah. TikTok? Yeah. That, I think it was Ooh, Montana. Oh, John. Ah, um, oh, shit. I forget if it was Italy or France. Ban chat GPT. <laughs> oh shit oh i think i want to say france no i want wow. to say italy one of the one of them banned it yeah really scary that shit so frightens me all guys, right guys renfield renfield was, was fun yes all right if you're looking for that r-rated comedy if you want to laugh if you want to see some gore it's not a perfect movie yeah but it's a good, it's a good, it's a yeah. good time in the theater, and I think it's a good time at home probably as well. I think you'll enjoy watching it at home. Yeah, I agree. 
All right, let's get into our final segment, What You've Been Watching, where we give you our recommendations of the week. There's some other TV news. I mean, it's Emmy dump season. All the shit, all the news store, everything. Yeah. The TV is back. Well, it's always around, but like, God, they, all these sh- fucking shows are trying to get their... T- this is the time. The next month is when, you know, all the Emmy shows have to premiere <laughs> if they want consideration. What have you guys been watching? Have you been watching any of them? I have not seen Succession. I hope it does. I hope it does too. I have not seen Succession, but also... Ah, fucking who cares? Um, uh, Dave, I'd like to start with you. What have you been watching? Well, uh, as usual, uh, I've been watching Picard and we just got to the penultimate episode and they revealed what's been going on the whole season. And I was like, fuck what? Like, it's way more epic. And then I'm like, holy fuck, how are they going to get out of this? So it's, it's a good, it's just, it's a really good season. They gave us a heartfelt moment. I was at Easter with the, uh, the family, um, last week and, uh, one of my uncles asked me, it's like, well, what do, what do you think they can do from here? I'm like, oh, well, the next thing, the only thing they've got left is to do this and bugger me if they didn't do exactly that. So yes, I called the penultimate ending. Nice. Um, we'll see what happens. It's the actual ending. That's this week. And I watched uh, Push. I was at a um, film funding event for someone Push. watching. Um, they were launch, trying to launch to get their film off the ground for a feature. They made a short. And uh, I was talking to someone. I found out a mutual friend of ours had written Push. And I was like, shit, okay, so I'll give this, I hadn't given it a watch, I'll give it a watch. And uh, it's fucking Chris Evans, Dakota Fanning. Like, it's a good film. It's basically, um, David Baller wrote it. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, he's, uh, it's a a really, really good film. I, I enjoyed it, like. It's one Is of those. This a Netflix film? It's no. It's this There's was this was years ago, um, but it was like it's one of those government conspiracy ones where they construct like they make like super people and then can't control them, so they hunt them, and yeah, that sort of thing. Like they get out and stuff. It's it's. <laughs> It's uh I love yeah. how you said that is that's like a traditional structure. It is. Yeah, it's just it it's, is. it's just funny. Yeah. Fire started Fire started started it. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been going since then. The super soldier kind of idea. Yeah, that's yeah. good, man. Yeah, no, nice. I really enjoyed it actually. It's like Jamon Hones here. Push. Excellent. I watched um I will shout this out because it was it was funny and I had a really good time watching it. I have I definitely have not seen any I'm not a Bollywood um, aficionado by any means. I've, I've seen some movies from India for sure. Um, but I had to watch this movie in class and I had a great time. It's called Om Shanti Om. Very funny. Kind of poking fun at the whole Bollywood culture and some traditional story arcs from older Bollywood films. But it's a giant two-hour, 42-minute jam-packed with some comedy, a lot of melodramatic action and really really great catchy songs if anybody wants to have a good time and they like india uh cinema i think you would really enjoy that one nice. 2007 it did very very well so people who know indian cinema probably already know it but it is definitely just, getting uh, an upsurgence here in the u.s like there are there are actually like this screenings all through amc for it for always the, for, i remember when i was living yeah. in Astoria, like there were at least yeah. one or two all the time. Yeah, we're getting a lot of them now. That, uh, Regal, they were there. I'll tell you as well, um, anyone who's listening in Australia, if you need film gear, the Indian film industry is the best one to fucking buy from because they're, they're, their gear is good and it's cheap. It's okay. like a fucking in unicorn, Australia? dude. Yeah, if, yeah, and it ships, to it ships to Australia for almost free. Like I've got a, I've got a full jib arm and a Steadicam sitting there because I can't get them over here because it's going to cost like a million dollars. But it, yeah, I got, I got them in Australia, no problem at all. So yeah, if anyone's looking to start up filmmaking, you need some gear. Have a look at the Indian film industry. 
which their, their gear, industry, sure. just very quickly their industry is so unique because since cinema began it, it's one of the only regions in the world that has not needed any distribution from hollywood yeah. to be its own success yep. yeah like they they have been very inclusive with europe kind of does depend on their own stuff but also some of their cinemas stand on hollywood's films coming to town and you know, being able to draw some audiences as well. Cinema has always, I mean, uh, India has always done its own thing. Two different regions, apparently. Uh, anyway, that was cool. And I'm still going with um, Better Call Saul. And God damn it, it's just getting better and better yeah. and better. It's such that a dumb mess by me. Show. It's on my resume list. It's so, God, it's so good. It's so good. It's just, it's so refreshing. I just haven't enjoyed watching a series that much Ugh. in years. I'm having a great time. So, so character driven. Anyway. Jeff. Um, I'm I'm catching up. I I watched. I actually was like on a plane, and I downloaded all these episodes of TV, and then I was next to somebody I knew, and we just talked the whole time. Were there motherfucking like, oh, snakes on the motherfucking plane? I was ready to catch up. All right, yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I caught up on Ted Lasso. I'm I'm still behind on Succession, and apparently this past week was the best episode of television that's ever been had in television. That's what I heard. So much like, so what? that everybody decided to go ahead and spoil the fuck Jeff, out I'm the waiting. whole thing. Elizabeth and I are we are officially. I'm gonna wait till it's over, and I just wanna. Just want to do the whole thing at once. I'm not. Have watching you avoided the spoiler? Because I, I didn't. People have spoiled. This. I have avoided it. I've avoided it on social well. media. So oh my god. Helps. Well, yeah. I was I was listening to a podcast and fucker spoiled it like crazy. I was making a joke out of it. Just I said exactly what I was like based on everything I've been listening. I was like, well, that is the spoiler. Well, that anyway, podcast um, off the list. Well, I guess there's not just one. Like, and it doesn't matter. What the fuck? I'm still catching up on Succession. Mrs. Basil's back. Got started with that. Yeah, it's so far. Back. Caught up they on. Lost me after season one. All right, Dave. No need to be a you know. After one, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was some good stuff after that. I mean, but no, I, I'm not saying it was bad. It was just so much other stuff came out, and it took so long to I get know. to season two. It was Damn like, it! It's such so a charming. It's such a charming one. And uh, Mandalorian. Um, last week's people complained about, but this one is the one where they go back what? to Mandalore, and now we're back. This this most recent one was was is higher on the list. But go the Jack fuck Black yourself. That one was awesome. Like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's. No, but this most recent I hung one's out good. With Chris back. the other night, I need to catch up. He was like talking about the show. And I Mando's was like, back. I'm so sorry. Still haven't. I'll, be... I'll watch the first episode, but I don't think I've gone any further. Well, so it's you. You're to blame. Well, you okay. can quote me. Um, it's fucking yeah, awesome. It's... I'm enjoying it. Totally this one was fault. cool. I had a good time. So anyway, there you go. I don't think I've seen any other movies. The last week was busy because I was on all the other podcasts. I saw Super Mario Brothers. It was fun enough. Take your kids to see it. And um, I guess that's it. All right. We got a couple choices for next week, guys. I think we've made our choice, but we have. you have to follow the feeds to see. People can't wait to talk about movies again next week. See you soon, film fans. Do we get it under an hour? Yeah. With the music, though? Yeah. We're wow. 57. Wow. Who are we? Who are we?